0: Welcome to my exclusive only page I'm so glad you guys tuned in I just want to motivate you and inspire you with this sermon that the Lord put on my heart a message to uplift you during these so horrible uncertain times weird times last day prophetic times but even during these times of struggle of strife uh, there's so many uh, stories in the Bible of struggle and strife, but even during those times, God was still with us and he is still with you today. And he gave me a message for you today called, we will survive this Deuteronomy six twenty four. So the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes to fear the Lord, our God for our good always and for our survival as it is today. So believe it or not, The fear of God is the first step to surviving a hardship, whether it be a death, a difficult situation, a mental block, a depression, something in your way, if you're under pressure, the proverb says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. Because when you understand how big your God is, nothing can stop you. I'm going somewhere. Nothing can depress you. Nothing can hold you back when you understand how big your God is. You gotta hear, you gotta hear me. <laughs> the fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. It's the beginning of getting over a hardship. It's the beginning of going through a trial. It's the beginning beginning of surviving the trouble beginning of coming out of it because when you realize how big your god is it doesn't matter what the situation is you're going through you know he can bring you out of it he's overcome the grave (laughs) he created the heavens and the earth Uh, he created the trees that they make money with there's nothing all the food comes from him there's nothing that he can't help you with and he will help you with it so the fear of the lord is the beginning of understanding some people's god Is too small. Their God is confined and unable to do certain things. It reminds me of the book of Jasper in the lost books, uh, in the lost scrolls. I don't know if y'all have read this one, but I'll probably put it out for y'all. Put the scriptures up here so y'all can read it. But the book of Jasper details the um, upbringing of Abraham, right? Oh, it's so good. It details the upbringing of Abraham and his father, believe it or not, wasn't a a believer in the Most High, didn't know God. His father had this huge, gigantic hall decked out with gold and all the bells and whistles and a statue erected to a idol God. Abraham went in there. You remember he was called Abraham then, but he went in there one day to feed this idol. He gave it a plate of food and he sat it in front of this idol and he said, surely if this is a God... this is a god come on somebody y'all hear what i'm saying surely if this is a god he'll eat the food so the next day Abraham went in there to check to see if the God, the idol God had ate the food, but the food was still there. So he went to tell his dad, dad, your God can't see, dad. Dad, your God can't eat, dad. What can your God do? Uh, You worried about when the food and the famines come. Can your God feed you? Uh, You worried about the vaccine and the military surrounding your house and forcing you to get it. But can your God deliver you? Uh, We worried about the election results. We worried about money. We worried about our jobs and our children. We worried about so, so much pressure. But God told me to tell you, if you put your faith and your trust in him, we will survive this. Mm. Psalms 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my Years David the psalmist wrote this. David is known for having great courage all throughout the Bible. Come on, somebody, he's probably most known for Goliath, even though David went on to have so many other accomplishments, including being the second king of Israel. But he's most known for killing Goliath. But shortly after, The fight with Goliath and he killing Goliath, David, believe it or not, was exiled from Israel. He was an outcast. He was homeless, living from place to place, making camp wherever he could. Eventually, he was able to find a place to stay. And some of his friends and family eventually came to live there with him in a little uh, countryside town called Ziglag. There he married. He had a few kids and he was doing good. He was starting to do good again. You know, he went from homelessness, right, you know, from all that, you know, fame and glory killing Goliath to being homeless. Kind of, you know, getting yourself right back on your feet. I think that's where a lot of us was at right before this coronavirus and right before this shutdown. We was getting right back on our feet. Come on, going somewhere. We was right there. We had just settled in. You know, we had got a little town right there in the countryside. I just bought a little house, right? Just came into a little bit of money. And then all this hit. I was just about to start this business, right? It was all going so good. And then uh, all this hit the quarantine. Things was going pretty well. So David and his men one day went out to defend the camp from the Philistines and they went far off. They had to go really, really far off to defend the camp. When they got there, the enemy that they were going to defend his new town, Ziklag, from was gone. So he figured, I'll go ahead and head back, you know, home and, you know, we'll deal with the enemy some other time. And that's where I'm going to pick up at in 1 Samuel thirty one through 4. Now, when David and his men came to Ziklag, meaning came back to Ziklag, the Amalekites had made a raid against Neb and against Ziklag. They had overcome Ziklag and burned it with fire and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great. They killed no one but carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, they found it burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their cousins, he didn't say that, but their wives and their sons, right, and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him raised up their voices and they wept until they had no more strength. They wept. They've taken everything. I've lost everything. And I did nothing wrong. Maybe I could have stayed instead of went. Maybe I should have moved here or moved there. I'm blaming myself, but it's not my fault. (sighs) This is just too much to bear. How do I survive? Come on, somebody. Y'all hear what I'm saying. How do I get my daughter back? How do I get my wife back on track? (laughs) My uncle was lost during all this. So many people died during this plague. My job is now lost, my job is gone. I didn't do anything, The, the, the employer didn't do anything. It was some kind of outside force that came and destroyed the job. And now the job is gone. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm depressed. (laughs) I've lost everything because of this. What am I going to do because of this? I don't have nowhere to go. It all burned down. It's all gone. (sighs) I count it all as lost. All because of this plague that ran through the countryside. David was in a tight spot. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. Picking up in 1 Samuel 30 and six. And David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because all the people were bitter in their soul Each for his sons and daughters, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. You heard what I said? I said, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. See, when uh, your God is bigger than the situation, uh, you can strengthen yourself in the Lord. He can give you strength. Uh, He gives you reassurance. When you know how big your God is, it calms your nerves. When you know how big your God is, it ceases your worries. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. See, David started to strengthen himself in the Lord. In his own mind first. You got to get it in your own mind first. That's why I'm giving you this message right here. Hopefully you get it into your own mind first. How big your God is. He's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. He was here before time was he was here before time, and he'll be here after time. Do you hear what I'm saying? They call him the Ancient of Days in Daniel because he was here before time. That's how good your God is. That's how great your God is. He knows the future and the past. He's in the future and the past all at the same time. Your God is great. Death death has no sting. He's uh, Victory over death. So nothing, nothing your God can't accomplish. He can raise up you from the dead. Nothing. He will raise you from the dead. Nothing your God can't accomplish. And David knew this and put it in his own mind first, which gave him strength inside. Right. After that, he decided to inquire of the Lord. First Samuel 30 and eight. And David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue after this band? Shall I overtake them? He answered him. Pursue for you shall surely overtake the land. Surely rescue rule number two inquire of the lord and then wait on His answer i'm gonna tell y'all something you know how many of us in our lives have went through so much grief including myself because we want to do it our way and not listen to what the lord has told us you know you hear that little small voice from the holy spirit telling you look you probably should marry her you know you hear that little small voice from the holy spirit look you probably shouldn't buy this you know you hear that little small voice from the holy spirit look you should probably save up we don't know when the next time you're gonna have it right you should not probably buy all these amazon packages coming from the door left and right you know you hear the small voice telling you over and over again many many times Things and trying to guide you the right proper way, but we want to do our own thing. We want to live out our own purpose. We want to be who we want to be, and not who God wants us to be. I'm going somewhere right now, but you're afraid to do what God wants you to do. That's oh, that's a that's a big one too. Many of us we we know what God wants us to do, but we fearful of what God wants us to do, and that could have been the situation that David was in. But you know, David was courageous. But it's imagine God telling you. Go ahead and chase after them and go ahead and fight them down. And you got three times, four or five times less than men than they have. Right? Come on, somebody. So now you're going to go into a fight, a fight, a battle, and you just got to just hold it, hope and pray the Lord is with you. You can't sing, but Lord bring a miracle. You can't sing, but Lord bring. you. Come on, somebody. That's the kind of faith that God needs you to have in these days during this trial to let you know that you will survive this. But look what happens. First Samuel thirty and ten. But David pursued them. He and four hundred men. Two hundred stayed behind because they got exhausted and wouldn't cross over the Brook Besser. So two. So he had four hundred men. Two hundred of them said, "We could look. We tired. We ain't gonna make it." Because they had to ride day and night to catch them, right? And so the two hundred fell out. So now even less of a size. But David. <laughs> Now I got less amount of money. Now I'm older in age, Lord. If you would have gave it to me when I was younger, I would have been able to do it. But now i got older in age. I was just talking to one of my friends the other day. We used to be Rolling Buddies back in the day. We used to hit the club and all that. And and she was saying how, you know, being out here now, I'm older and I don't know what I'm going to do, you know, and I don't know how I'm going to survive and all this. Look, when I was younger, when I was younger, if this would have happened, when I was just 10 years younger, this coronavirus, I could have worked two and three jobs at the same time. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. I could have fought the sicknesses and whatever the heck they putting in the air and the chem trials. I could have fought it. I could have been on the treadmill every day. Y'all don't hear me. If I was younger, if this and that. But God, come on, somebody. But God, Mm -mm mm-mm-mm even when they was too exhausted, God is with you, right? God will strengthen you. What he say? He will give you strength so that you can mount up on wings like eagles. Come on, somebody. Let me finish this up. Uh, 1 Samuel 30, 17 through 20. And David struck them down from twilight until the evening of the next day. And not a man of them escaped, except 400 young men who mounted camels and fled. David recovered all, the that, all that the Amalekites had taken. Listen to this. And David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, whether small or great sons or daughters spoil or anything they had taken. Nothing was missing. (laughs) I know some people say, man, this year ruined my life, man. I didn't. I didn't miss so many opportunities because of this year. God told me to come tell you nothing will be missing. <laughs> you ain't missing nothing. <laughs> they got the Tesla uh, 2019, 2020. You have had a Tesla 2025. Nothing will be missing. You gonna <laughs> they, they got electric cars. You all oh, man, if I could have had it then, I'd have had the new Merrill. You gonna have the new Merrill when it come out. You gonna buy another house. You gonna have a bigger mansion. You gonna have way more money than you ever would have had. Nothing will be missing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying, whether small or great. It said sons will daughter spoil anything they had taken nothing will be missing and david brought back all david also captured all the flocks and herd and the people drove the livestock before them and said david this is your spoil so not only will nothing be missing (laughs) not only will nothing be missing but god gonna give you double for your troubles so as you're trying to figure out how you're going to survive this i'm telling you that god gonna give you double strength Double power, double glory. Your latter days will be greater. You got to understand that your latter days will be greater than your former days. One thing you will learn in life is that all things with time pass. That's something that I have learned. Love even passes with time. That's okay. I can't get into this right now. All things with time pass. But the moral of the story is this. With God, we will survive. So place your faith in him. Know that it is God that has overcame death. Know that it is God that created the heaven and earth. No task is too small or too great for your God. We will survive this. Whatever you are going through, know that you will survive. I pray that this can strengthen you. I pray that this strengthens you. God, let us pray. I pray that this strengthens you. Oh, Lord, let this strengthen. you. Let it strengthen your spirit. <clears throat> it said the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Mm, the older I get, I realize that the stronger your spirit. Oh, God, <laughs> you can outrun the young folks if you got a strong spirit. You see LeBron James still playing at 35, 36, and he outrunning the 21 years old. Because if you got a strong spirit, you can outrun the youngsters. That's why David went so long. <laughs> he can outrun the youngsters, Right? You need a strong spirit. Uh A 1000 going gonna fall by your left side and by your right side. (sighs) Don't be swayed by death. Death is not the end, but the beginning. Don't be swayed by these circumstances. These are not the end, but the beginning. You will survive this. Your heavenly father knows what you need, and he will provide as long as you put your faith in him. Lord, we ask that you provide for us. We honor you. We bless you. We love you. We put your high holy name above all things. Oh, we ask for your spirit, for your strength, uh, for us to survive this, whatever the trials that whoever is listening and watching is going through. It's in your son Christ's name we pray. We pray. Amen. Amen.